Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Thank you and welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Jerry Ortz and today we will be talking about the show Thomas Edison's Secret Lab, Rocket to the Moon, Ratchet and Clark, and also The Jungle Book. Right now we're going to talk to Benjamin, who's 10 years old, from Washington, D.C., about the show Thomas Edison's Secret Lab, Rocket to the Moon. So, Benjamin, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for asking. So, can you tell us your opinion about the show? It was meant for younger kids that I found to be kind of fun to watch. And it was very educational. I learned some stuff I didn't even know. And can you tell us about the plot of the show? The plot's pretty simple. It's about four kids who, um, with the help of a hologram of Thomas Edison and a robot named Von Bolt, they solve sort of all kinds of problems. And you mentioned that you learned some things you didn't know. What type of things did you learn from this show? I learned some stuff about gravity, something, the birth of the remote control, and uh, nanobots. That sounds pretty cool. So are they kind of sci-fi or more educational, do you think? Sometimes the episodes can get a little more, let's say, fantasy. Just It's not entirely realistic, but it also talks about science. Now, this is an animation, correct? Correct. So how's the animation quality in the show? I thought it was good, but when they're moving around, it does. it looks kind of weird. Like, how does it look weird? Like, generally, like, it doesn't look very normal. All right. And also, do you have a favorite episode in the series? Yeah, Murphy's Law of Gravity. And can you tell us why that's your favorite episode? I thought it was pretty funny, and the ending's really funny. Now, do you think this is more comedy than educational and sci-fi? It sounds like it's a really funny show. It's funny at times, but I'd say it mostly is to teach kids more about science. So educational. Now, we're mentioning a lot that kids learn about science. Do they learn any specific aspect of science, or is it just all about science, like different it's things? It's sort about? of different things. And uh, what age would you recommend? Do you think this is for younger kids? Do you think this is for older? 5 to 12, because I think some kids will really like it, younger kids. And then older kids might enjoy, older, if you like cartoons and you have, you're interested in science and you're interested in stuff you want to know in science, then I think you might like it. And uh, how's the voiceover quality since this is an animation and it does have kids? I thought it was good. I'm not sure if the kids were actually played by kids, though. I don't really know. It's kind of sounded like kids, but kind of sounded like adults. It was hard to tell. Now, what I see about the law of educational shows is that sometimes they can get a little stretched out and almost a little boring at times. Did you see that with this show or did it keep your attention the whole time? It wasn't meant for me, but I sometimes it would get a little tiny boring at times. Like, they would try to be making jokes that didn't really make sense or anything or trying to drag it a lot. Now, is there any climax in the story? Is it just fun adventures with the four characters? Fun adventures with the four characters, mainly. Now, you said this is an educational show, but since it is meant for younger kids, is there any moral in the story? Sometimes the kids get into messy situations, so I guess keep yourself out of trouble. Okay, that sounds like a pretty good moral. I don't really think there's a moral, but that's just the closest thing I can think of. All right. And is there a soundtrack in this film? Yes, there's a music, but I noticed that most of it was just variations of the theme song, but they just played it in several different parts. So I thought they kind of overplayed the theme song a little bit. Yeah, I see that happening with a lot of shows, and I can't agree. It can get a little annoying at times. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. And today, we will also talk about Ratchet and Clark, Thomas Edison's Secret Lab, Rocket to the Moon, and also The Jungle Book. But right now, we're going to continue talking with Benjamin about Thomas Edison's Secret Lab, Rocket to the Moon. So, Benjamin, how many stars do you give this show? Three. And why is that? Because I liked it, but I didn't think it was amazing. And what did you not like about it? Like, what aspects of the show? You never find out how they actually found the Thomas Edison 
and the um, Von Bolt. They never really explain it in the show, so you never really saw how they found him. So it's like there's a lot of almost, like, story holes in the show. Yes. Hmm, that, that could get anno- a, lo- a little bit annoying. So you mentioned that your favorite episode... What your favorite episode is, but do you have a favorite scene? I don't think so. How about a favorite character? Thomas Edison. And why is that? Because I feel like when the kids were in trouble or something, or they started to not believe in themselves, he would give them good advice. And you mentioned your favorite episode, but you didn't really talk about it. Can you talk about your favorite episode a little more? So, like, what it's about? What's it? What it is about? Yeah. And um, what you liked about it? The kids are trying to impress this, like, fake web celebrity on the show with their song about science. And then he finds out a satellite's falling out of the sky and he panics. So you have to find a way to calm him with facts about gravity and then get their song to go viral. That sounds like a pretty unique episode. And since this is an educational show, do you think it does a good job by teaching kids about education but still they have fun or do you think it's mainly education they just kind of tell you i think it's they have music videos at the end that kind of maybe help to the education aspect but i think it's main it's sort of a mix i'd say like sometimes they'll crack some jokes while they're explaining things but i think mainly it's education but i don't think younger kids will get bored of it or anything and it sounds like there's a lot of different aspects in this show how do they mix together is it smooth or can it be a little awkward sometimes some of the jokes just come out of nowhere and don't really make sense at times or they're trying to make a joke but it doesn't really come out right and even though this is an animated show how's the cinematography like how are the animated camera shots i think they u- they use like good I thought they used okay backgrounds particularly for just sort of the landscape thing the lab always looks the same but other than that it, I didn't think it was then the background was amazing or it was bad though and is there overall a main story like the characters progress or is it just different adventures in different episodes pretty much different adventures in different episodes and do you think that do you think it would be good if the characters had their main story or no It'd be interesting because you'd find out a little bit more about the characters, and I think that would help. Now, since this is meant for little kids, how do you think little kids will like it? Like, different aspects of the film, the animation, color, and all of that. How do you think little kids will enjoy this film? It's colorful. I think they might find the jokes funny. I don't really know what little kids like in terms of comedy, but I think I doubt they'll get bored because the plots, it's, they, like, they keep... They're not, they don't get at one point where they're teaching you for 30 minutes or 10. So it doesn't get boring for little kids, I think. That's good since its main audience does sound like it's for little kids. And you met, we mentioned several times it's it does a whole bunch of scientific facts, but you mentioned the stuff like gravity. Do you think that these facts are a little more complicated for younger kids or do you think they say them pretty simple? They keep, they, like I said with the music videos earlier, they recap everything that happened in the episode. So I think it, they don't make it too complicated for them. And I think it, little kids, maybe they won't get all of it, but they surely will get some of it. And do you think sci-fi fans would enjoy this or do you think adventure fans would enjoy this? I honestly don't think neither. I think sci-fi fans would, they, there's not a lot of... There's some science, so if they enjoy science, then I think they'll really enjoy it. But there's like if one or two episodes is fantasy, the rest is pretty much just plain science. Well, thank you so much for talking to me about this show. Let's take a break. I'm Jerry Ors, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. You can find this on DVD now, and this show is sponsored by Mac and Moxie from Ed Circle Entertainment. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. 
You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! Show the world your smile. Be the star you are. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at Be the Star You Are Radio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. On Tuesdays at noon Pacific, teens talk and the world listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio on Voice America Kids. Come play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hey, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Brandon Sella, and you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We were just finished talking about Thomas Edison's Secret Lab, wrote Rock It to the Moon. We're going to be talking about The Jungle Book, but right now we're going to be talking about Ratchet and Clank the movie with 12-year-old Ryan from New York. Ryan, how are you doing, man? Good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, man. Thanks for asking. So just give me a, a plot summary. Like, what's uh, Ratchet and Clank about? So Ratchet is... Well, in the movie, you meet Ratchet, and he's less of his kind, who has grown, like, up, and he has this big dream of becoming a galactic ranger, and he meets Clank, who's, like, a small robot, and he's actually made by mistake, but they work together to try to get to the rangers, and when they do, they must stop a chairman, I think it's Drek, and you just see, like, if they make it or not. Okay. When I heard that Ratchet and Clank was going to be a movie, I like it didn't. I didn't make the connection at first, but then I thought, oh wait, there was a video game. This is a video game series. So let me ask: Did you play the game Ratchet and Clank? No, not that I can remember. I knew what? I knew it was based off of the PlayStation series, but I never really tried the game out. Yeah, same. Like I'm a I'm a um, I'm a PlayStation guy for a while, and I always heard about Ratchet and Clank, but I guess I didn't really like get into it. But it's great to see that the video games are getting uh, exposure, especially as movies and stuff. So let me ask, what's your favorite character in the movie? My favorite character would be Clank because I I love the the character Clank because how the actor David K. Make, makes the robot sound like a robot and I, I feel like he was a little bit funny at times and I just love the character. Okay, so you mentioned the voice of Clank overall because I see who's in the movie. I, I see uh, Paul Giamatti, John Goodman, a lot of well-known actors. How is the voice acting in this movie? It was pretty good. I, in general, I felt like everyone did a good job 
And yeah, that's all I can say about it. So you mentioned that Clank was your favorite character. So the movie is based on these two on the two characters, Ratchet and Clank. What exactly is their dynamic? Because you mentioned that one's a robot and the other one, like what uh, Ratchet is what a he's uh, I think I believe he's a lumbax. Like I remember they said something about that movie that he was the last of a kind, and and I think that's uh, what he's his species is okay so what's what exactly is their is their dynamic like are they like are they good friends and so like how does that play out in the movie like in the movie at first they are like strangers and then as the movie progresses they become i guess great friends all right, so it's like a progression of the story. Okay, I get that. So what's your favorite part of the movie? Obviously, no spoilers. Okay. My favorite part is when they make Clank because it's funny how Sylvester Stallone's character is, like, tall and mighty and, it's like, can destroy anything, yet he couldn't cha- try to stop the robot. He could stop chasing. He couldn't get Clank. And it's just funny. How the most scariest guy couldn't get the most little, nicest person. Oh, it's cool that they have uh, Sylvester Stallone doing uh, voice acting. That's cool. So uh, you mentioned that uh, there are, there's a fun, there's a funny part in the movie. So what's the overall tone of the movie? Is it like is it like buddy comedy? Is it like an adventure kind of thing? Well, the movie is like an, an action adventure, and then in between, it's a little bit comedy. And you, it, and it kind of makes everything a little bit bright because I guess since it's a child film and they don't want to make the children bored, they try to make a few jokes in there. Okay, so I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at the movie. I'm looking at some of the uh, screenshots. What do you think about the graphics of the movie? Like the overall, like how it looked. I felt like it looked pretty well, and the graphics in general kind of reminded me of I guess if. I was watching a cutscene from like a video game because I seen like a few uh, like a few cutscenes of a of Ratchet playing the video game as I was like doing research on it and I felt like it was great it looked friendly and it was just great in general. Yeah, it seems like a really cool vibe that they uh, that they took the video game aspects of it. I think that I think that's really cool. So you guys are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Uh, today we've been talking about Thomas Edison's Secret Lab. Uh, right now we're talking about Ratchet and Clank, but we're going to be talking about the Jungle Book. So right now I'm talking to Ryan about Ratchet and Clank. And Ryan, did you see any negatives in the movie? Did you see anything that you kind of went, oh, maybe they, you know, maybe if they took it out, it would have been better? Well, I say no, because I feel like this movie was pretty good and there was nothing negative I have to say about this film. Okay, interesting. Okay, so we were talking about uh, earlier how the movie is based on a video game franchise. So in terms of video game movies, in terms of movies that adapted from video games, what do you think about this movie as far as where it stands next to you know some of the other movies? I feel like since it was adapted from a video game that it it turned out pretty well and I felt like it made the franchise I guess better. And I felt like to other movies it was pretty good too. It its animation was great, everything was great and I feel like it was a pretty great movie compared to like other films. Do you think we can see more Ratchet and Clank movies? Because from what I could tell, from what I'm hearing, it feels like this could be similar to the video game series that they could they could have like a trilogy sort of thing or like a sequel that they expand on this story. I can totally see a sequel in this film because they ended off like, oh, there can't be a sequel. They ended it off like there could be a sequel. Oh, so, so so they teased it. Okay, cool. So as far as video game movies is concerned, do you think there will be more of those to come? I could totally picture more of those to come because there's a bunch of, I guess, ideas that people, that people will love to make movies out of. I think that making movies from, based off of video games is, I guess, like, a next step. Okay, so what are some of those video games that you would like to see become movies? That's a so, hard sorry one. To put, sorry to put you on the spot there, man, but, you know, like, I mean, what do you think? Well, 
I'm a diehard fan of this game, but if they made it into a movie, I feel like they would have to like take out very important scenes. So it's called Kingdom Hearts. Ah, oh, well, nice. Yeah. yeah. Like it sounds like a great idea and everything, but it's like if you see like how long the game is, it's I think like some are like six hours long in total, and I think they would have to cut a lot of important scenes and worlds and. I guess it wouldn't make the franchise, like, good. Yeah, I think that's the difficulty with this, because I heard that, that they're going to make an Assassin's Creed movie. I know that. I know that there have been always talks about making a Halo movie, and I think that's part of, like, how it's just tough, because you take a video game which could stretch from, like, you know, three hours long as far as playing it to, like, like you said, six hours. I think that's I think that's the tough part about it do you well first off like what what age group does this uh, movie kind of concentrate on well it concentrates from i guess 4 to 18 because i think this is a perfect film for families and i think adults might like this as well do you see do you find that with uh some of these kinds of films that it kind of generates more sort of that uh age base or do you think that kind of like goes around wait repeat again that like the video game movies that come out and then some of these more uh, adventure related movies that it kind of goes around that age range. Do you think that it kind of goes around there? Hey, well, I guess so. All right. Yeah, I guess so. All right. Um, so, Ryan, what, would you, what score would you give this movie? I give this one five out of five stars because I have nothing bad to say about it. And I, all, and I only have good things to say. Oh, so you find it? So you found it like a really enjoyable experience? Yes, yes, I do. Who would you recommend this film to? Like, like not um, not just age, but like, who would you recommend this to? I recommend this to people who like action, adventure, um, comedy, and family movies. All right, cool, man. Uh, thanks, thanks for thanks for speaking with us. Let's take a break. I'm Brandon Sella, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. To become a Kids First Film Critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. (laughs) 
Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on Voice America Kids Channel. Your hosts, the Kids First film critics, preview all the latest movies before they're released, interview stars on the red carpet, and share their reviews with you so you can make informed decisions about what you select to see. Our reporters, ages 7 to 16, will bring you a kid's perspective on these films. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. Join us every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the Internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Kids. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm Jerry Ors, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We talked about Thomas Edison's Secret Lab, Rocket to the Moon, and also Ratchet and Clank. Right now, we're going to continue talking about Thomas Edison's Secret Lab, Rocket to the Moon, with Giselle. And this is Giselle's first time on the radio show, so please give her a welcome. She is 16 years old from Miami. So how are you doing, Giselle? Very well, thank you for asking. So what did you think of the show? I thought it was a very interesting show. It's very informative and entertaining. And since it's informative, did you learn any cool facts that you can share? I actually did. I learned about the gravitational pull and how in space it makes you weigh less. And the closer you get to an object, the greater it is. And I saw a few trailers for the show and I saw that it was pretty colorful, flat 2D animation. What did you think about that? Did you think it was a good choice or did you think it wasn't? I think it's great, a great choice regarding the fact it is for little kids. And the more the vivid the colors, the more it draws their attention. And speaking of little kids, since this is for little kids, how do you think little kids will enjoy this film? I think they'll, they'll enjoy it very well because it's very it's very interactive with them. And it's fun. It's a fun, cho- it's a fun show, and they use comedy, so that makes it even funner for them. You said it's interactive. How is it interactive? It's interactive in the sense they use, they make jokes when teaching, and it just makes education fun, pretty much. And the comedy. Do you think the comedy is good quality, or do you think it's a little cheesy and a little too much? It actually can get a bit cheesy, not too much, because they use it to a certain extent. Well, that's good. It's good that there is a limit. So can you tell us about the plot of the show? Yeah, well, the show is does consist of many episodes. It's a series. So, for example, the first episode is about the robot known as Bon Bolt, and he enters a competition. And in this competition, he must he must dance in it. And it's pretty much... The show, every episode, it's different, but they all have to solve a problem, and it's like an adventure they go on. Now, do you think that this is meant for little little kids, like toddlers, or do you think this is meant for five, six or so? Like, what is your age rating? I think from the ages varying between four to seven, maybe, where they can actually understand what they're learning. And older kids won't enjoy it, do you think? I don't think so due to the cheesiness and it's just very obvious things that in that state, in that at that age, we already learned and we don't find all that much interesting anymore. 
Now, throughout the story or character development, did you ever think you were confused by something or misunderstood something or just didn't get it? Not exactly, because everything is very easy to understand. The language is very easy. So, yeah. And I just talked to Benjamin about the show earlier, and he said that there are a few potholes. Do you agree with him on that? I do. I agree with him because in the beginning of the show, they don't exactly quite show how how Angie found the lab of Thomas Edison, which it's a secret lab. And yeah, I totally agree with him. And speaking of Thomas Edison, since this is all about Thomas Edison's like virtual replica almost, did you learn any interesting facts about Thomas Edison himself and his history? I did not exactly. Um, throughout the show, I did not. They did not seem to mention any. Is there anything in the show that you particularly liked or you didn't like? Any unique aspect or something you disliked greatly? Well, I liked everything, just I think the animation needed some advancements. But other than that, the show seemed very fine. Like, what type of advancements? What did you think was wrong with the animation? The animation was a bit slow, and they it just needed more. It needed to look more realistic or fluid, in other words. And how are the sound effects? Because instead of the people talking, the music, there's also sound effects. So how are those? They actually incorporate a lot to the show. They make it seem more, I guess, childish. And do you have a favorite episode? Actually, my favorite episode would be the first one, which is the dancing machine, where the robot doesn't really know how to dance. And it's just very funny. Now, do you think that this whole show is mainly supposed to be funny educational, or do you think it's more of an adventure and educational? I think it's more adventure and education because it shows... It kind of brings the kids into education while having fun. So you don't really notice that you're learning anything. It's supposed to make the kids have fun but still learn something. Exactly. That, I think that's a great idea. You're listening to Kiss First Contractions on the Voice America Kids Network. And today we talked about Thomas Edison's secret lab, Rocket to the Moon, Ratchet and Clink. And we are going to talk about the Jungle Book. But right now we're going to continue talking to Giselle about Thomas Edison's secret lab, Rocket to the Moon. She was saying how the comedy is pretty good throughout the show. She was also saying how kids can learn things and also enjoy the show and its comedy. So how many stars would you give the show? I would give the show... A four out of five stars. And why is that? Because the animation did did lack some, but other than that, the show was very good, very entertaining. So even for you, who you're not a little kid, you also found the show entertaining? Yes, I did. And do you think older kids in general will find the show entertaining or spe- people who have specific interests? I think if they give it a shot, they would find it entertaining. And speaking of interest, do you think people who like sci-fi or adventure or just science in general enjoy this or no? I do, because this show is mainly based on science. So if they they like that, they get intrigued by that, they will definitely like it. Now, as now there is music in this, so what did you think of the music? The music was very upbeat. It really did add some emotion into the show. But yeah, I liked it. And what do you think of the voiceover? Since this is an animated uh, show, what do you think? How did the voiceover do? The voiceovers were very clear, and they seemed like they were actual little kids, and they were just very well, well recorded and well added into the show. Now, how is the plot structure? Because a lot of uh, educational shows they'll go from something that something else completely randomly. Do you think it was very smooth, or do you think that it was a little random? It was very smooth due to the fact they with what was going on with the plot they it led to an adventure and something you yeah like it led to other things to the jokes they used jokes and just everything was very well done now would you watch these episodes again if you wanted if you had the, if you had the time or you sat down and watched them would you watch them again or you'd skip it i'd probably skip it because other than more than one time it can get, probably get annoying and also, you mentioned that each show, they kind of solve problems. Is there a moral in each episode, or is it kind of just to have fun and the adventures and to learn about science? Well, depending on the episode, but I do believe each episode does have a bit of a moral or message to it. 
And do you know any of the messages? Yes, for the first one, for the first episode in the series, um, the robot proves to everyone that no matter what, do whatever you want and ignore whatever other people have to say about it. And what do you think of like the scripting, like the characters' lines? Do you think they're a little too complicated for a kid's show, or do you think that they're nice and simple and kids would easily be able to understand it? I think it's very simple and very straight out, so the kids will not have a hard time understanding it. And how about like the science facts themselves? Do you think kids would get it, or do you think they're a little too complicated? Maybe depending on the age. Therefore, I do recommend it for maybe ages five and up. All right. And did you like anything? Uh, like, Was there anything unique about the show that you enjoyed? Actually, everything overall was very well done. And no, nothing exactly really was got out there. My got my attention. And what did you think about the directing of the film? Like how everything put together nicely or how was all the morals connected together? How was pretty much what did you think of it combined as a whole? As a whole, the series is very entertaining, so it was very well done, and the directing is very good due to the fact um, it is for kids, so yeah, the level of it is fine. And how about cinematography? Because it, even though it is animated, there are still camera shots, so what did you think of the cinematography? Yes, I think it needed some advancements. There was a lot. I wish I saw more of the set rather than the characters. Now, there's, since this is like a scientific adventure show, they usually go to pretty cool places. So how's like the visuals and the design of everything? It was very well done. Visuals were very out there, but yet they were very childlike. So not a lot went on. Well, thank you so much for talking to me about Thomas Edison's secret lab rocket to the moon. Thank you. Let's take a break. I'm Jerry Ors, and you're listening to Kiss First Coming Tractions. Like I said before, you can find this show on DVD. And this show is sponsored by Mac and Moxie from Encircle Entertainment. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. To become a Kids First Film Critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. 
Tune in to Dinosaur Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs in general. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Looking for a great sports show from a kid's point of view? Look no further than Speaking of Sports. We've got the stats, scores, and inside news on what's happening all over the sports world. It's all hard-hitting, can't-miss action from your point of view. You'll hear different perspectives, opinions, and predictions from the fans and experts. Tune in to Speaking of Sports every Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Miss just one minute of this show and you've missed out. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Brian Sella, and you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking about Thomas Edison's Secret Lab, Rocket to the Moon, also Ratchet and Clank, but right now we're going to be talking about The Jungle Book with Jasmine. She is 15 years old, and she is from Miami, Florida. Jasmine, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am great. Thanks for asking. So, The Jungle Book, the movies. So, tell me about the story. Tell me about the plot. So the movie is basically about the man club named Mowgli. He flees the jungle after he gets a threat from this tiger, Shere Khan. And he's guided by his dear friend, Bagheera, the panther. And he, along the way, he meets Balu, which is a bear. And he goes throughout this journey trying to get back to the humans since he is well, he's from a wolf pack. And throughout the way, he realizes that he cannot leave his family behind. And he goes back. All right. So... This is a remake of the 1967 uh, movie, The Jungle Book. Did you see the original movie? I actually did. The movie's actually based on, from. it's actually from the 1800s. I did some research on that. And I have seen the old movies, but I do not recall. Okay, well, um, like, as far as tones go, there has to be a major difference because I remember that you know the older version and it's like very catchy and stuff i'm looking at the trailer and saying wow this is this is very rough i mean what what do you think yes i remember it was the original ones that they had were animated so it was a huge difference they show a lot of technical like technical technological advances showing that this time the animals are actually talking compared to the other one was a cartoon and it was just amazing to see how they did this because they had to work around the whole animal's mouth moving and people talking through them. This seems incredibly visually stunning. What what popped out of this movie for you? What popped out would have to be the scenery. The scenery was gorgeous. It was cool how they got all these shots and it felt like you were actually there. Interesting. So can you kind of describe like the scenery, like where it was shot and stuff like that? The scenery set throughout the entire jungle and... They took you through different like different areas of the jungle. Some points they took you to the elephants, the monkeys in the trees. They took you to, to to some to some desert to some grassy areas, some rocky areas. They had a real big variety trying to show all the animals that are part of the jungle. Interesting. So uh, you mentioned the animals and the different uh, you know the elephants and the monkeys and stuff like that. So. As far as the story goes, what did the animals represent? The animals, I actually never thought about what they represented. But I would have to think, 
I think that the wolves would play a big part, but I have no idea actually. So like, well, okay. So then, um, different question. Like, what were the, what were the, what was their role in the movie? For Bagheera, Bagheera was his leader. Was Mowgli's leader? Like he would take him around because he was the one that brought Mowgli to to the wolf pack. And then Baloo was a bear that he met along the way, and they happen. They end up becoming close friends. And Shere Khan, which is also one of the most important characters throughout the movies. He's a tiger that's hap- that is trying to get him and trying to get him out of the jungle. Okay, so they 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 have human like roles that they have lines and stuff like that. So how was the voice acting? I know that there was a lot of big names in this movie. How was the voice acting? The voice acting was good. Was good. Bill Murray was Baloo, and Bill Murray is one of my favorite actors. He's been in such amazing movies, and. It was cool to see a different aspect since he usually plays a person, and this one was an animated character. There was also Idris Elba and Scarlett Johansson, and Scarlett Johansson is an amazing actress, and it was also different for her too since we never really got to see her in animations either. Huh. Okay, and then John Fa- um, John Favreau, Christopher Walken is in this movie. Like, yeah, a lot of big names. So I mentioned John Favreau because he also directed this movie, and he directed uh, several other movies, which include uh, Iron Man, you know, and a bunch of other movies, Jumanji. So, how was did you did you feel that there was a certain vibe to the movie that like you know the director's role in it? Did you feel like a, a vibe to the movie? I feel like it was a lot of... Um, I'm sorry, can you explain the question a little more, please? Yeah, like, what was the overall tone of the movie? Tone. Like, was it uh, was it very dramatic? Like, was it, was it like, story kind of, uh, kind of thing? Was it more action-based? It was a lot of action, and they told the story with family, basically. Because Mowgli is such a people person. Like, he wants to be... He's so friendly. He wants to be everyone's friend. And... Just his, it's his journey, so that's what makes it a whole lot of action throughout the movie. Okay, this seems like a very intense movie. Interesting. So you, you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. We've been talking about Thomas Edison's Secret Lab, Rock It to the Moon, also Ratchet and Clank. But right now, I'm speaking to Jasmine. We're talking about the Jungle Book. So what was your favorite moment of the movie? My favorite part of the movie would have to be when Mowgli and Baloo are swimming and they start singing because Mowgli has never heard of music before. So Baloo kind of teaches him about it and how they both start singing along. Okay, cool. Like a, like an emotionally bonding moment. I like that. So as far as technical aspects of the movie, like a camera shot, soundtrack, uh, what impressed you in the movie? It would have to be the way that they got the animals to speak with to speak because that must have been very hard since animals don't speak Mm -hmm. and the way they got the shots like the shots were very cool how they they did a lot of dolling in panning out they did some cool perspective shots which were very amazing and it made you feel like you were part of the jungle and made you feel like you were in the movie along with all the other characters so would you say that the movie did a great job in kind of capturing the audience in and making it almost interactive? Yes. All right, cool. That's all right. That's great to see. I like that. I like the movies that really, especially with uh, the movies based on animals. It's interesting to see that they're able to kind of get the audience in and really make it a great experience. So I heard that the that the movie has some like some tense scenes, maybe even scary. And I also saw that it was PG rated. Is this movie okay for kids, or should kids, you know, should parents be warned? Like, hey, there are some rough scenes. There's like one scene that had you like jump a little, but overall, it's perfect for kids. Kids would enjoy it. Okay, all right. And this is a Disney movie. Uh, how's this movie stand um, as far as compared to some of the other live action Disney films? Compared to the other Disney movies, I feel like this one has to be one of the best. Since it's it's an old movie that's being remade, a lot of parents can go see it and they can kind of relate and tell their kids a story about it and what they thought it was 
mostly a family movie. That's what I love about it, how everyone can interact with this movie. So you think that it will really, like, stand the test of time? Like, it's one of those kinds of movies? Yes. All right, awesome. I also, I'm also researching, I'm reading that the production, uh, the studio has already started working on a sequel. Uh, what do you think, what do you think about that? The sequel? I would love to go see it because I want to know what happens after. I want to know how life is and what happens to the animals and how life continues for them. Okay. Do you think Jungle Book 2 could top this movie? I think so. All right. So who would you recommend this movie to? Not necessarily like an age, but maybe like, you know, people who like a certain kind of movie. I think that everyone that likes action movies or dramatic films should go see this movie. Hmm. All right. What what kind, what age group would want to watch this movie? I would say 13 through 17. Really? Uh, why is that? Because it's not, the movie's not, like a kids movie and it has all this action that you get brought into it and it's not a film that you would get bored in huh interesting okay um so what score would you give it i would give this film a five out of five five stars wow why it's just so good the technical aspects are great the actors were great especially neil sethi it was actually his first movie and i thought he did amazing in it he was also the only human in it and just the, the scenes, the scenery, the music, everything just tied it all together. All right. Well, great to hear. Uh, thank you for joining us, Jasmine, as far as, far as your first show. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. All right. Well, thank you so much. You have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions to watch our latest video reviews of new film and DVD releases and learn how you can become a Kids First film critic. Go to www.kidsfirst.org. Be sure to check out our blog in the teen section of Huffington Post. And this show is produced by the Coalition for Quality Children's Media on the Voice of America Kids Network. Today's show is sponsored by the show Mac and Moxie from N-Circle Entertainment. And I am Brandon Sella, and thanks for listening. again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know more about which movies are playing and can make an informed decision. Tune in again next week. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids.